It's the Imperial Podcast with Andrew and Eric. Let's talk beer that we're drinking right now just to get things going. 8.5%. That's right in the in the fun zone. All right. Cheers, man. Cheers. Here we are. Here we are. What are you drinking? I am still in this Hop Valley stage. So I'm having the Cryostash Imperial IPA right now. Nice. And it is very good. Nice. If very I remember, uh, it's a pretty clean. It's a pretty clean. It's not like over the. It's not like super sweet. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Where are some of those? This isn't helping because this isn't a video podcast, and I keep doing this, but <laughs> but we're FaceTiming, right. so I'm holding up the beer to the camera yeah. so you can see it. I see it very well. Uh, yeah. It is. It looks fantastic. Yeah. Eugene, right? Eugene. Uh, yeah. Which 8.7%. Didn't 8. know that. 8.7%. <laughs> That's right about the fun zone, if, if I say so myself. <laughs> right in there. Uh, it, what is it about Eugene, Oregon, that that, like, super hipster whatever town, when you say Eugene as a city, feels one way. You say Eugene as a person, very different feeling. I don't think there's a lot of mm. Eugenes that live in Eugene, if you know what I'm saying. I guess. That's a good point, yeah. I... I just hate every person that went to the University of Oregon, so oh. I should not. I don't have. I don't really have a stance. So you're fine about with Eugene. Eugene? Just not Eugene. Yeah, I mean, I prefer you know Eugene Levy, other guys named Eugene. Yeah. I'm fine with them. Do you know another guy named Eugene? I know a guy named Gene. I assume that he that's short for Eugene. Yeah, that's a. I've I've wondered that before also. I've never asked someone because the the people that I've known named Gene didn't feel approachable to ask if they were named Eugene. Yeah. In fact, that's two different cases. Uh, same situation. Like, I don't think that's a safe question to ask you because I don't know what you're going to do in response. So I didn't ask. Right. Right. But I kind of assumed. You don't grow up. It that, has to be. You don't grow up that angry without trying to hide the fact that your name is not really Gene. <laughs> Let's be honest. Let's That's be honest. Funny. It's almost like the reverse of every other name because if most of the time the older you get, you shorten your name yeah. and it gets like it gets less uh, it like gets less old man. Yeah. But with Eugene, I feel like shortening it to Gene almost makes it worse. I don't know. I, that's just. Or it's like my my name's William, and then when I was a kid, I went by Willie, and then as I grew older, I went by Bill. Um, and that seems like a natural progression. And going from Eugene to Gene seems like I used to be called Eugene, and now my life is worse. So you can call me Gene. Yeah, I don't know. It's not a good. I feel like you're getting ahead of you're getting ahead of ourselves because spoiler alert today is the nickname podcast nickname episode. It's a good point. We're not going to go there yet though. We have some beer talk. Um, and in all honesty, none of that was on purpose. That we just yeah, went that into that. Yeah, that was all natural. We didn't even plan that. Yeah. Yep. Um, Look at that. Let me tell you what I'm drinking. 
you didn't, yeah, yeah. You didn't ask. I just wanted to tell you. Um, yeah, it's good. Yeah, don't is, care, but let me know. <laughs> this is from Crux Fermentation Project, which here's what I've been told about Crux. First of all, I'm a real big fan of Crux beers. They make and great name, amazing beers. I love I love the their name Crux Fermentation Project. Is it a brewery? Mm-hmm. No, it's a project. It's a fermentation project. Mm-hmm. Um, also, I grew up in the projects. What I've <laughs> different kind of project. Also, yeah, what yeah. I've been told is they just as much as that feels like an elitist name, where they're just like, you call yourself a brewery. Yeah, we're mm-hmm. fermentation project. They have that same mentality. Just as I don't know. It's this is hard for me to criticize a brewery I've never been to. This is just what I've been told. They're very proud of their location and their beer. So, right. Someone has told me, and maybe this is not accurate for most people, but when they've showed up in that, you know, to try out some beer, the the employees were just kind of like, "Who are you? Like, we got our people already in here. You, I don't, you find yourself a seat, I guess. And if we serve yeah. you, you're lucky." Like, the, yeah. it just was very off-putting, is what they said. But you know what? Be as off-putting as you want, because I've never been there, which is sad to say, because it's in Bend. But they make some real good beer. So all that to say, this is uh, Crux Fermentation Project Crystal Juice IPA, which I've been enjoying. This is the That's last one. Great. It was a four-pack that I bought at Costco, which I've been enjoying, that Costco's been doing that more. Um, having a little bit more uh, unique or localized brews coming through rather than just the old, I don't know, same old, same old. But yeah, yeah. it's real good, real tasty. They've really been stepping up the uh, four-pack of Tall Boys game at Costco. Yeah, yeah. It's And that's, so this was, I got a double chocolate stout from... Um, from Rogue in the fridge right now too, also from Costco, which is one of my favorite uh, chocolate stouts. It's fantastic. Um, yeah, they've been doing real good, doing real, real good. Yeah, Costco. It really seems like it really seems like they're onto something with that business model. I really feel like they're going to be successful. Yeah, we'll see. I mean, I like where they're going. <laughs> I mean, I guess I guess I'm in because I got a membership. So you got a membership? <laughs> they don't Jeez, let me in man. the doors without it. Wow, I, I didn't know things were going so well for what you. What if What if we did that in other? Like, <laughs> it seems very presumptuous that you would have to have a membership in order to enter their facility. Like, nah, sorry. Yeah, it's like it's like eleven dollars a year, and they're yeah. like, "Can we see your card?" I'm like, "We." What? <laughs> <laughs> we would we would love to open this up to the public, but not all the public actually. Just Yeah. Just the elite. Yeah. At least that's how I feel like with a Costco membership. I feel like it puts me in a class that I'm very proud. Even though I'm not yeah. in I'm not in the upper class, I'm in a very very much middle class. <laughs> I just feel great about it. Our Costco has this obnoxious Verizon guy right at the door. I mean, God bless him. He's yeah. trying to make a living, but 
I'm just been in the store for two seconds. I'm trying to take a, I'm trying to convince my wife to turn the cart left so we can go look at the TVs because I want a new TV, but we don't need a new TV, and she knows that, and I know that, and we get interrupted in our argument by some guy trying to sell us cell phones. He knows we have cell phones. He also I'm just knows like, that Dude. you're not getting a TV. <laughs> yeah, I'm, he's just like, can I talk to you about the newest offer from Verizon? I'm like, we're customers of Verizon, bro. Get off of us. We're here to buy hamburger buns. Whoa. Anyways, I digress. And look at I just the don't, TV don't, we're not going to buy. I don't like getting hey. slapped with the salesman right when I walk in the door at a place that I'm paying to be well, a member. Come on. If he's slapping you, then that's a poor tactic. Um, I slap back, though. It's fine. <laughs> So here's my biggest complaint about Costco, and then we can move on to something else. They, Because of COVID, they don't do samples anymore. And I know that they're not Costco employees, that they're actually a third-party employee. Like, they're high, they are employed by somebody else other than Costco. Why are you—why do you have the sample stations with the food in them? But we don't get to sample them. It Mm -hmm. only makes me angry because Mm -hmm. I really want to try those cookies. I want to try the chips. That looks great. That fizzy drink, whatever. Sure. Let me try some juice. I'm a little parched right now. I just need one, just one, like, medicine shot. Like the little. Yeah, yeah. That's all I need. Like whatever milliliters that is. My, a half ounce. Yeah, my son's my son's cough syrup size shot. Like that's what yeah, yeah. that's what I want. Uh, yeah. And you're not gonna let me do that. Yeah. You're gonna tell me that this little enclosed area that has all of all of the food is sitting right there. I see it right now. I can't I can't sample that. Then why are you sitting here? I can walk yeah. by it in the aisle, just as good as I'm walking by you. Right. (sighs) They're trying, you know. Everybody's out here just trying their best. I just feel bad for the... It's a weird feeling, actually, that I have. Because now now those employees are literally... Before they're actually getting paid to actually hand out samples, cut some things, (laughs) cut some cheese, multiple ways, if you know what I'm saying, uh, and hand that out. Like that, they were serving the public. Now, they're literally just standing there doing nothing. Like they don't. Yeah. They are the equivalent of like the sign flippers on the street. You're just getting paid yeah. to stand there. You're you're flipping yeah. the sign so fast, nobody can read it. Good job. Yeah. You're getting paid to do nothing. Mm-hmm. If you have one of those jobs, I thoroughly apologize if you're proud of that. My guess is you're probably trying to move on to the next thing or or this is your saving grace and you just want to do nothing for a job. You just want to stand still for a while and people watch. And if that's you, congratulations, you found it. You found you found it. Okay. Valid. I've been rambling a lot. Your turn. I'm having fun though. What are we talking about? We're having, we're having a good time. Always. Alright, so we're gonna we're gonna start with our beer segment and talk about first beers. That'll be the topic of conversation. And every beer drinker or non beer drinker remembers their first beer. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's a moment of I've heard a lot of stories of people in this 
their first beer starts at like a party and they're hanging out with their friends. And in most of those situations, they're not old enough to buy beer and they get handed the worst beer that exists because that's the beer that the the styles of beer that live in those environments. Natty ice. And then they're and then they're afraid of beer. Okay, time out. I said worst beer ever. How dare you slander the name of Natty right there. All right. Hey, uh, I enjoy a good natter day as much as anybody. Yeah. As a beer drinker, I have absolutely no problem with cheap beer. Mm-hmm. I'm I'm here for it. There's a thirty six pack of Coors Light in my fridge right now. Not ashamed. Um so there's, I think there's this trend of people that their first beer is typically not a good representation of beer. Correct. And so then they become afraid. That's what happened to my wife. That was her story. She had Coors Light. First beer she ever had was Coors Light. And she was like, this tastes terrible because the only carbonated fizzy drink that she'd ever had in a can before that was soda pop. Yeah. And she's like, this tastes way worse than Dr. Pepper. Yeah. And I get where she's coming from. Yeah. And so then I think people get afraid of beer. So I thought it'd be fun for us to talk about first beer we had, first beer that we became interested in, and then maybe like the beer that made us like the the beer that made us go, I actually like this now. I'm into beer now. What what kind of drove you over the line? So let's start with first beer, first beer you ever had. First beer I ever had. So um I didn't – I my story is a little bit different than most, I would say. I didn't drink any beer until I was 22, 22, 23, something like that, uh, and had graduated college. So that's different. I know that. Uh, I feel like that's the beginning of like we're in a – we're like at a church service, and it's like I grew up in a Christian home. <laughs> I did. Uh, I remember my uncles uh, drinking beer when I was growing up, and I remember uh, they drank hams. I don't know if... Oh. Yeah. And then, Heck yeah. And then I remember um, collecting beer cans when I was growing up, too, because I got a nickel per can and save all that up for a dollar's worth of candy. Um, but the first beer I actually drank and that I can remember was a Corona and I remember trying it and then, and then my brother-in-law put a lime in it and I was like, well, okay. It helps. Like it's very different. Of course, just like your wife is very different than pop. Like I, that's, that was my reference as far as like fancy drink. Let's get some pop. Like that's, that was me growing up. So, Beer is a whole, it's a whole other animal. It's not even close to that. So it took a, it took a minute. Um, but once I found the Corona with lime, I was like, okay, well, I can, I think I can hang with this for a little bit. Um, and, and for the first, you know, while, first probably year or two, I would venture out a little bit, a little Amber Bach every once in a while, some other things. Um, I'm trying to think, uh, nothing great. And then, uh, and then we had a camping trip that I went on. Uh, so it was like, again, it was my brother-in-law, my sister-in-law, um, my, I guess he's kind of like a brother-in-law, one of my best friends, and his future wife, uh, and then my in-laws, 
Like, there's just a bunch of people that went camping. And I thought, I'm going to buy some good beer. Like, mm-hmm. I'm going to make I'm gonna make it special. <laughs> so I bought some full-sale, and it's just their full-sale IPA. That's all they call it. It's just called IPA. And I brought that, and I drank, we drank it, the whole case of it, and I thought, super bitter, incredibly different than anything that I'd tasted. And I kind of dug it. I was like, I think I'm in. I think this, I think I can do this. I think I like craft, I'm going to try. I'm going to try to like craft beer. That was a turning point, because before then, it was just like, I'd drink beer every once in a while. At that point, I was like, okay. This is going to be almost like a hobby. Like I'm going to I'm going to explore this new aspect out. So from there um we my wife really liked Deschutes um Mirror Pond. That's one of her favorites. Still one of her favorites. Um I thoroughly enjoyed it as well. And as as we were thinking about this episode, I was really trying to figure out how how I jumped ship from the IPA or the pale ale, like how do I, how did I move beyond that? And I think probably I went to Hefeweizen, like that's one of the first ones. But I really think that the expansion of my beer drinking happened because we went to, we went to breweries, and at a brewery I just started drinking their beer. Like let me just try what you got. What are you making in here? I would like to drink some of that if that's all right with you. Right. Uh, and the more beers I liked or tried, the more I liked. And you you find an affinity towards all different types. So totally, that's a that's my first first beer, Corona with lime. Started it all. Corona with lime, and then it's so interesting to me that you went from Corona with lime, and then the first beer that you were like, I really like this, was an IPA. Yeah. Now, full sales. Flagship IPA is not, I mean, it's great, and yeah. they're one of my favorite breweries in mad respect. But it's so funny to think that now because the IPA mm-hmm. scene is so crazy yeah. that that beer is like a tea party yeah. compared to other IPAs. Like, yep. it's so soft and mild and smooth and easy and gentle. And that's what no other IPA is like but these days. It's just so intense. It took me the whole weekend to work through that case. Because at first, I was like, whew, this might have been a mistake. Like, I, at first, it was it was such a hard—for me, it was such a hard hit to my palate. I was not ready right. for it. But each—you know, you just like, well, that's what I brought to drink, so I guess I'm going to have another one. And as you progress through that— there's different nuances that you you start to find and enjoy. And by the end, I was like, okay, I, yep, I like it. It's good. I'm in. Right. It's awesome. That's a great story. It's real um, fun. It's true. It's, fun. it's also a true story. I didn't make that. It is up. a true story. What about you? Uh, the so my my first beer. I'm similar to you. I I didn't have a drink of alcohol until I turned 21. Um, I'm not some prude who waited till I was 23 or something like you, but Sorry. I'm just I'm just kidding. Um, and what's weird is I had no I have no stigma about alcohol. I grew up in a family that drank. My mm-hmm. parents drank, uh, still do, and uh, I my dad works a, a construction job 
ish. And so my, I mean, my childhood was my dad would come home, get home about five thirty, sit down, take his boots off, put his slippers on, and he would have a shot of black velvet and he would open a Keystone Light every night. That's just what he did. So I'm not like a, I wasn't afraid of alcohol or anything. I just had this internal, yeah. I wouldn't say even fear or anything. I just, I just had this like sense in my brain of like I'm not old enough to drink, so I'm not going to do it. Right. I I went to tons of parties. I did a, I was around. I did a bunch of other stupid stuff, but <laughs> for some reason I was just like it's not. I'm going to wait till I'm 21. Again, I'm not. I wasn't trying to be some like moral compass or anything. I was just like I don't know why, but that's just what I did. Anyways, my 21st birthday. I was dating my wife, Amy. It was Thanksgiving Day. My birthday falls around Thanksgiving. Every few years, it hits on Thanksgiving. So this is my 21st hits on Thanksgiving. I'm working at a coffee shop. I work on Thanksgiving because it's time and a half. You know what I'm saying? Get that green. Yeah. And it's my birthday, so I'm like, if everybody knows it's my birthday, I'm going to make bank. So yeah. I do it, make bank. It's all good. And then... Amy and I are going to cook our first Thanksgiving together. No families, just the two of us. All of our friends have left town to go be with their folks. We're just chilling in in Spokane here. So we go to the store because I'm like, I'm going to buy my first six-pack of beer while the dinner is cooking. And Amy's a few years older than me, and she's just like, beer is gross. You're going to hate it. It's terrible. (laughs) She's like, you should totally have a vodka with cranberry juice. And I was like, no, I'm drinking beer. Men drink beer, and I'm a man now. So I went to Walmart, and I uh, went to the beer section of Walmart, and the only beer in the aisle that I recognized, other than obviously like the major, the major, uh, you know, macro brews yeah. and stuff, um, I saw a six pack of Jubal Ale. Yep. From Deschutes, so, which is so their good. their winter it's warmer, so their good. their winter seasonal, and I was like, I I don't know any, I know nothing about beer. But I was like, my friend Andrew and yeah. my friend Corey and my friend Josh and my dad yeah. love this beer. Yeah. So I was like, it must be the absolute shits. So I'm gonna get a six pack of this beer. <laughs> it's so and at the good. time it was like at the time it was like eight bucks, which is crazy because <laughs> now it's like fourteen dollars. Uh, yeah, but that but was expensive. At that point, if I couldn't you were spending fathom. more than a, bu- a buck a bottle, that's that was expensive. Yeah. Yeah, so I buy the six pack and uh, go. We go back to we go back to Amy's house and I'm like, all right, here we go, first beer, you know. And I open it and I pour it in a glass, yeah, like I know it, what I'm doing. Get fancy. And uh, first sip of beer ever, awful. I can't even f- I can't even wrap my head around what I'm experiencing. <laughs> <laughs> I take two or three sips and I'm like. It's, you know, I'm trying to be tough. I'm like, oh, it's good. It's really good. Yeah, I really like it. And Amy's like, you hate it, don't you? And I was like, I hate it. And she just cracks up laughing. I call my dad. I call my dad because he's a beer guy, and I'm so worried. I'm like, Dad, I got to tell you something, man. I hate beer. so gross. And he's like, what would you have? And I was like, Jubilee. And he's like, oh, you're an idiot. He's like, that's the worst thing you could start with, man. That's so intense. It's like, it's so intense. They only make it for three months of the year. Like, <laughs> it's just dramatic beer, you know. So I'm like, well, what the freak? You know, I freak out and stuff, whatever. Anyways, later that night, we end up going to some friend's house. 
and I tell the story that I just told now. And my friend Kenny is like, you are so stupid. And he goes out to his garage, and he comes back in, and he hands me a Corona. And he shoves a lime in it, and I take a sip, and I was like, all right, I still don't love this, but this is way better than what I had earlier. I was like, all right, this is, like, palatable. And um, so that that was great. I had one Corona that night, and I was like, ooh, I don't want to, like, drive home drunk. You know, I don't want to be sick. feeling it after that. (laughs) Ooh, I've got halfway through that corona i was like i feel like i'm feeling pretty buzzed right now and they're just like you're the stupidest guy ever which i was and still am so (laughs) and it's why we love you it's great uh so then after that i the first beer i like fell in love with i drank corona for a, a few weeks and i mean like i would buy a six pack and it would last me two weeks because i was like Every other night ish, yeah. I was like, yeah. okay, I'm gonna try and like, I wasn't drinking it because I was enjoying it, I was drinking it because I was trying to be cool, yeah, which is fine. I wanted to be a guy who drank beer, and I come from a family who drinks, so I was like, I gotta figure something out because I'm right. not gonna, I wanna be able to hang out and like be a part of it. And so then I discovered uh, Widmere Hefeweizen, mm-hmm. and that beer that was the first one where I was like, all right, this is. Now, now I'm starting to understand yeah. and throw a lemon slice in there. And so I was like buying six packs of that and buying lemons and yeah. putting it like doing it at home. And, and that was really awesome. Um, <clears throat> and then from there I went down the Deschutes. I ended up going down the Deschutes trail. So I like went mere pond pale ale and then was like, what's dark beer? Black Butte Porter right. like introduced me to dark beer um, and kind of went that avenue. But the thing I think really changed it for me was Corona and Widmere Hef. And both of those are traditionally served with a slice of fruit in them. Mm-hmm. And what I tell people now who are trying to learn about beer or who are interested in beer um, for the first time is yeah. to learn a style that has flavors in it that you're familiar with. Yeah, that is a great so, point. Most beer drinker or most people who who are not beer drinkers, mm-hmm. they're terrified of dark beer. And I try to convince them to be the opposite yeah. because dark beer is going to have things in it that they know. It's going right. to have coffee. It's going right. to have chocolate. It's going to have caramel. It's going to have vanilla yep. flavors that they're already familiar with. A lager or a pilsner, most non-beer drinkers would go to a brewery or to a bar and say, I want your lightest beer. Well, there's nothing in that that you've ever had before. Right, right. It's going to be complete. It's going to be completely foreign. Yeah. The only thing in that is just beer ingredients. Yeah. So I encourage people, like, I think what got me into beer, and it's still, I love fruit beer now, but if you can find a beer that has things that you understand... It's going to be easy for easier for you to like yeah. break into other styles. Right? Yeah. So I I tell people like go for the darkest beer on the menu, because it's going to be kind of like ice cream, kind of like a maple latte, syrup. kind of like maple syrup. It's going to a lot of dark beers have peanut butter yeah. aspects to them. Now it's like your palate's going to recognize <laughs> that, and your brain's going to be like, oh, that's kind of I kind of like that rather mm-hmm. than having a pilsner and you're just yeah. like. Your brain's like, we've never had this before. <laughs> you don't. That may be the smartest thing that you've ever said. Wow. Also, you All right. Thanks for listening, everybody. We're going to go ahead. 
<laughs> you don't even know how dialed in you are because I'm drinking, well, my next beer, my next beer, which I'm almost ready for, is PB and Death from... Oh, baby. Yeah. Yeah. I'm real... Belching real... Beaver? No, 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 no. This is... Uh, who makes Irish Death? The um, Iron, Iron Horse. Horse? They don't have a label, label on here. Hmm. Um, yeah. So, Iron Horse, they make a whole bunch of death beers. Yeah. And this one's PB and Death, which... I've had it before, and it's it tastes like dessert. They make great beer. Yeah, Ellensburg. So, um, let's look at the can. You are correct. Ding, 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 ding. Winner, winner. Washington's pit stop, Ellensburg, Washington, home of Iron Horse Brewing. Iron pit stop. Um, sorry. Hey. You might not like those fields, but that's where all that money's at. It's right? <laughs> a big part of our state's economy. I really have no beef with Ellensburg. I just heard you pay, say pit stop, and I thought of armpit. So pit stop. It's where I stop and get a coffee when I'm driving from here to Seattle. Uh, it, may, it makes sense because that's that's a good that's a good place to do that. Yeah. Um, cool. Does Uncle First Pat, beers. Uncle Pat, he's still drinking the old uh, Keystone and Black Velvet when he gets home? Black Velvet for sure. He switched to Black Velvet Reserve. Ooh, he's stepping a, up. Well, let me tell you. Listen, I don't know if you're a whiskey everyday kind of guy, but it is a giant step up. Black Velvet was like, we got some stuff we've been aging. I think it's aged, I think it's eight years. It's so much better than regular black velvet, and it's the same price. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, I learned a lot. Of, I learned a lot of things from my dad. He's a very, very cool, wise guy. And um, one of the things I learned is one whiskey is plenty, and uh, it's a tradition that I've held held on to. He has one whiskey every night when he gets home from work, and no more, and no more. I wasn't sure if you were saying, like, one brand of whiskey. No, no, no. He has one, and that's a great rule to live by. It's like, I'm going to have one, and then I'm going to drink beer or something else. You know, yeah. I'm going to have beer rather than just being like, I'm going to have five or six whiskeys when I get home. Um, it's a good – it just, you know, keep keep the – Keep your uh, keep your life in order. Keep your Depend- keep yourself in check. Just depends like this is a rule glass, that I made. Depends on what glass you're pouring into, right? Yeah, but I mean, he does the short glass that goes down have, real quick. I have one whiskey. It's just going to be thirty two ounces. That's, yeah, that's a very serious way to kill yourself. Yeah, <laughs> you certainly could. Or forget the rest of the night. Um, yeah, forget the rest of the night. You're going to miss tomorrow. <laughs> that too. That too. I'm ready to open another beer. Are you opening another beer? Uh, after this, after this right here, I'm gonna do what you just did and finish Kill it. it. Off. Yeah, I'll open another one. So what? What are you moving to? I am. This is the second. This is the second uh, hangout session here in a row where I have just shifted gears drastically. Uh, I saw I saw the logo. This is uh, uh, stuck in the koozie. Okay, we got it. 
This is uh, from Dogfish Head. I am obsessed with this beer right now. The Super 8 Goza. Um, this is a Session Goza brewed with heroic fruits. That's their own language. But what I think is really interesting about it is it has quinoa in it and Hawaiian sea salt. And then based on the color and the graphics, I think that it's got pomegranate and kiwi and passion fruit. I'm going to be honest with you. So I don't know what order we're uploading these podcasts at this point. Me either. I just feel like we hang out and record what we're us talking. Us yeah, talking. you're nailing it. Um, but I'm pretty sure that you did the same exact two beers last time. Really? Whenever. Yeah, almost like I'm I'm real close on it. I feel pretty positive about that. Well, we recorded not very long ago, and I have these same beers in my fridge right now, so it makes sense. <laughs> Pretty good chance. <laughs> I mean, it's very possible it that I'm still drinking the same six-pack. It six pack. wasn't a Light from the 36-pack you got in there. No, those are for Saturday mornings with a little <laughs> bit of orange juice. Um, I made fun of Natty Ice. But have you tried the Natterday, like the strawberry lemonade... Hey, I've tried it. Not my thing, but I respect it. It doesn't taste like beer, which no. makes me just be like, so I can just drink this all day long, right? That's what you can. Yeah. You're not supposed to do that, but you, you can do. drink beer all day long. Don't let anybody tell you differently. I. You can I do whatever don't. you want. <sighs> Thank you. I appreciate that. Uh, uh, I drink my wife that because that's not true. Hey, listen, none of us are telling our wives anything, okay? (laughs) (laughs) That's a joke. Uh, That is a joke. And honestly, by the time this comes out, our wives have both decided to stop listening to this podcast, so (laughs) we're fine. (laughs) Uh, I drink uh, my like my weekend go to is Coors Light with a splash of orange juice. You change up what you're drinking over the weekend? Is that like a, you have a weekend beer? Oh, uh, that's Uncle no. Pat face. You just gave me Uncle Pat face. Okay, There's listen. confusion, like, <laughs> what are you telling me, on, young man? On my days off, I, as soon as the coffee's gone, I switch to beer. Yeah. Huh. On work days, when the coffee's gone, I switch to water until I get home from work and then I switch to beer. Mm. But on on my day, like a Saturday, so in my family, this is Uncle Pat trick, who's my dad. My dad's name is Uncle Pat. Um, Uncle's a real weird first name, but I'm down with that. When when we were camping as a kid, when I was a kid and we were camping, my dad doesn't like champagne. He's just like, champagne's overrated. And so when other people on camping trips were drinking mimosas, he would just open a cheap light beer, take a few swigs off it, and throw a little orange juice in the can, and he would call it camping mimosa. And turns out it's freaking great. (laughs) 
also known as a brass monkey, also known as poor man's mimosa. But it's delightful. And so, mm-hmm. like, on a Saturday morning when me and Amy are hanging around the house, you know, especially when the sun's out, she will have a mimosa or a Prosecco or something, and I just grab a Coors Light and throw an ounce or two yeah. of orange juice in there and get my day started, you know? Yeah, that works. Jump on the Peloton, go for a little ride, crack a with, beer. With the beer in the cup holder. Absolutely, yeah. Get that heart rate going. It's great. Yeah, it's good. Any hoozy. Um, yeah, anyway. I really, I will be honest, this is probably my favorite Irish death beer. PB and death. It tastes like um, peanut butter chocolate pie. Like Wow. Like super decadent, real good. The peanut butter flavor comes through real well. Wow. I love dark beer, it's but so this good. is the time of the year where I do not want it at all. I want all the beer all the time. August and September, I'll be totally ready for dark beer. Oh, that's fine. All right, so next topic, non-beer related topic. Yeah. Look at us. We're building a show here. We got a this is a program. It's we got segments. Segments. We thought it through. At least for We're like good. 20 minutes. Yeah. Um, we thought it'd be fun to talk about nicknames. Everyone. Yeah. Not just Nick. Everyone. Yeah. Great guy, though. How about that for, where did that come from? So did Nicholas turn to Nick and they're like, hey, nickname, because they're making fun of him. And he's like, it's actually kind of awesome, guys. You should try yeah. it. And it became nicknames. Huh. That's an interesting thought. I don't know. It's more fun to me to not Google it. I don't know if you're in that stage of life. Oh, I go through that like in and out. Like I don't know I'd rather just us have that moment rather than be like, let's find out where nicknames came from. It's more fun to be like, I think it came from the first guy named Nicholas. Yeah. I will for sure Google it at some point. Just yeah. not right now. Yeah, yeah. Not tonight, probably. Because it's gonna, because it's gonna bother you to not know. Hundred percent. I need, <laughs> I need to know. I need to know. Tell me. <laughs> so nicknames are. I mean, we're a couple of, couple of, jabronis. So, I think, as a male, who thought he was an athlete for a long time, the most common nickname is your last name. Yeah. For for a young is that a young a man, well, that so just that's your last that's name? that's a great start to the conversation. Is I would say the first, you know, when I was like in middle school, yeah. Well, maybe before that, I put I played on a basketball team that tried, not tried. We were very competitive, and uh, when I was like in elementary school, yeah. And we all we were all called by our last names. We because you we want your name called on the, the back of the jersey. That's a big deal, right? Yeah, so that when we scored, you know, you know, when I scored like four points in a game, I'd be like, you know what it is, right here on the back of my jersey. Um, <laughs> but for a long time, I think that a lot of dudes—I don't know what it's like to be a female—but get called by their last name. Yeah. Was that a thing for you? 
Uh, well, yes. I I also don't know what it's like to be a female. Also, know what it's a, like to live with one. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, that's true. Uh, being a moderate athlete, uh, going through that's always the initial. Like every single sport, every single level, they don't know what they call you. They just call you your last name. That's what. That's what happens. My wife did so. My wife's maiden name, her uh, is Goosen. And Great name. What do you think her nickname was in high school? Uh, uh, it's really the, not the that goose. Difficult. Yeah, goose. <laughs> That's what they called her. Come on, goose. Well, I was trying um, to think of the golfer. What's his first name? Oh, like the Goosen golfer. Yeah. Is it Retief? Is it something like that? Retief? I don't know. What's his name? <laughs> I don't know. I don't, don't think it's Retief. It. Hey, you can't, we're not Googling this episode. You know what's crazy? What? We're not Googling, but I just gave you a hard time for Retief, and you're right. His name was Retief. Yes. Wow. I was going to guess, like, Barry. <laughs> Hey, I know things. He's from South Africa. He is from South Africa. That's unbelievable that you know that off the top of your head. <laughs> you are so old. I, there's some things I know, and there's a lot. There's more things that I don't know. But every once wow. in a while, I know some things. Most golfers anyway. are named like Travis and Dan and Tiger. And you just pulled out Retief. Yeah, Retief Goosen. Don't you know? Of course. One of the best of all time. From for sure from South Africa, yeah. Him and Dave Matthews, so. <laughs> incredible golfers. <laughs> um, so yeah, so my wife, she did she did get the last name and then nickname off of the last name. So it's like a double mm-hmm. double nick. Yeah, yeah. Um, what was your first? What was your first nickname that other than your last name? Which I would say that that's like a, that's a I don't know, that's an easy lobbed pitch. I mean everybody. Yeah. That, that's not a nickname. That's just totally. that's just someone choosing not to say your first name. Right. <clears throat> uh, my middle name is Timothy. Yeah. So all of my family. On the Holman side of the family, uh, calls me E.T. That makes sense. So my uncles, my cousins, everybody calls me E.T. Have you ever standard. seen the movie E.T.? Big fan, yeah. Okay. Would That's love to good. get an E.T. tattoo someday. Uh, big fan of the movie. Uh, but yeah, E.T. was, and still is, like if I see my Uncle Dennis, he... Only calls me E.T. If I see my cousin Jim, he only calls me E.T. Uncle Dennis still rocking the uh, push cart playing golf? You know, Uncle Dennis is a legend. Yeah. And yes. And just retired. Oh, congratulations, Uncle Dennis. Yeah. Done working. Called it quits. It's going to hang it up. Going to play a lot him. of golf. A lot of golf. We're going, on, we're going on a little boys golf trip this spring. What? To celebrate... To celebrate his retirement, yeah. Who's uh, who's all going and where are you going? Him, me, my dad, and my brother, and his two sons, my cousins, Paul and Ben. 
And where are you going? Well, we're making a weekend of it up here in Spokane. Uh, we're going to play Circling Raven at the Coeur d'Alene Resort. Mm-hmm. No, excuse me. Circling Raven at the Coeur d'Alene Casino. And then we're going to play just a, a city course here in Spokane. Just a little two-day event. Cool. Yeah, it'll be really, really fun. Yeah. yeah. He's a stick, dude. He's got game. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so E.T. E.T. E. was my first nickname. What about what you? A, uh, my, so, I had to drink real quick because it, no, it's great. It's a, delicious. It's, uh, it is delicious. It's also, I told you earlier, I felt like, well, first of all, I'm a big Office fan. Uh, and I feel like Michael Scott, when he had the, like, he wants to be part of a uh, inside joke at some point in time, like that whole quote that he does. Um, I feel like that about, <laughs> about nicknames. When I was growing up, I just wanted a nickname and I didn't have one. Um, so of course the first one is always the, the last name. And then, um, oddly enough, Drew, which is what I go by a lot now, like my wife calls me Drew and I think people hear my wife call me Drew. So they just roll with that and I'm fine. Mm -hmm. But that one didn't come and come around till later. Um, I've never been an Andy. That was clear from the get go. Hmm. I was not going to be an Andy. I forget that that's an abbreviation of Andrew. Yeah, it is. Uh, Didn't like it. Didn't want it. uh, So it never happened. Um, My first first nickname, and this is weird, and I didn't think about this until like five minutes before we started recording. My first actual nickname was Salty. Great nickname. So I don't know... I don't I don't know. It's weird. Um the reason for it my basketball my high school basketball team thought that I looked like the Planters Peanuts guy. Yeah, yeah. Mr. Salty. Yeah. That's and his they, name? I don't know. That's what they called him and that's what they called me. Wow. So that's how they must happened. be very into peanuts to know the nickname of the mascot. <laughs> I guess I don't know. So I was salty, uh, which I'm not sure. I'm not sure how you can look like a peanut shell with a with an eyeglass, not like the monocle. Monocle. That's what I'm looking for. Thank you. And gotcha. top hat and cane, but um, that's that's what we went with. So I was called Salty through high school, and I was fine with that. I rolled with it. It was great. I It was like, you remember? I've arrived. I now have a nickname. I have yeah. friends. Mom, I've, I have friends. Um, that was first first nickname. Um, after that, I got called AP quite a bit. Those are my initials. Um, a little bit in high school, a lot in college. And then Drew, and those—that's been—that's all of my—that's all of my nicknames. You now know yeah. them all. I like to call you Drewman. Yeah, that's a your dad. Your dad invented that. 
That's a that's a thing my dad does is takes mm-hmm. people's nicknames and puts the word man on the end. Yeah. But I like to like what's up, Drewman? Yeah. That's a that's a thing. I will uh if you have my attention and yell out a name, I'm probably gonna I'm probably gonna respond to it. Yeah. Like, hey dighead. Yeah. Like that's I mean, <laughs> it's not nice. It's not nice. <laughs> But, but you're like, he's probably talking to me. What's yeah, up, man? Yeah, I'm pretty sure pretty sure that's directed at me. That's uh it's a weird one. You got there from Drew, but okay. <laughs> that's funny. Um I got some other nicknames. I have I it's funny, I wrote down when we started talking about nicknames, I just wrote down like every one that I have, and all of these are still active. Which is funny and makes me like a little bit like sweaty and <laughs> anxious. <laughs> but so ET forever. Yeah, uh, that was a. I mean, still is a thing. I mean, since I was a little kid, ET. Right. And then I got into high school, and obviously coaches and stuff call you by your last name, but that's whatever. But got into high school, and I. I was going to go to the NBA was mm-hmm. my plan. Well, my first plan was to play basketball at Gonzaga University, but then obviously that was just the launch pad for my the, yeah, right. NBA that career. That makes sense. Yep. At 5'7 and 100 pounds. Right. So uh, I thought the best way for me to get ready for the league was to not play football and to run cross country so that when basketball came around, I would be in incredible shape. Yes. Makes a lot of Turns sense. Turns out, well, I mean, it did make sense, but not enough sense because it turns out that doesn't help you shoot the basketball. Yeah, that helps. And too. if you're unfamiliar with basketball, the point of the game is to score points. <laughs> and you, you can are, run all day. You if you can't score points, nobody cares. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Like, <laughs> I was super good at like running and cheering on my teammates who could shoot. Should have spent more time shooting. Uh, yeah, but anyways, so I ran cross country. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, my de- my nickname in basketball was "We're up by thirty. You're in for the last two minutes." Um, but anyways, I ran cross country and I eventually became not great but good enough to be on the varsity cross-country team. Yeah. But my freshman year, I was on the JV cross-country team, and I had never run long distance in my entire life. I feel like that's and, a sport they come up with nicknames, right? Yeah, a lot of nicknames, and phenomenal coach. The coach of that cross-country team, I was on, I ran cross-country all four years of high school, and the coach, like, changed my life. Can Just one on. of the best dudes ever. Pause before we move on from this. Yeah, yeah. I've never heard of a cross country coach that wasn't described that way. Is that true or false? Well, you spend a lot of time yeah. with him. Like he ran with us. Yeah. Like we were my high school, I didn't even run cross country and my high school cross country coach was an amazing human being. Amazing human being. Yeah. That was my experience as well. And his wife was the assistant cross country coach. Also an amazing human being. Like what? two of my favorite. If I saw them today, I would, like if I ran into them, I would spend the rest of my day with them. They are so awesome. Like literally running? Like on pace? I see uh, what you did there. That's a, that's a joke. There. That's a running um, joke. 
Yeah. Um, so I, my freshman year, I struggled on the cross country team. I could not figure it out. I had a hard time not Wait, running as fast on. as I could. You couldn't figure out running. Well, I couldn't figure out pace. Oh, okay. Because all I had done is played basketball. So. So you just sprinted and then you got tired. I gassed myself in the first mile of every practice. <laughs> and I'd be like, if I'm in the front of the pack for even five seconds, that's a win, even though there's five more miles of this run. How do they keep on running after this? I'm tired. Yeah, that's exact. I had a confusing where I was like, what are you guys doing? Run as hard as you can until you die. And they're like, there's five more miles of this race. So anyways, they started calling me Pokey. Oh, I remember that. I do remember and that's that. And that's an abbreviation of slow poke. Yeah. So it was like, you're a slow poke, and then that turned into pokey. And those cross-country folks that I'm talking about still call me that. Yeah. Like, I, I see them maybe once a year, and, and just occasionally run into each other at similar events. They still call me pokey. And my yeah. dad still occasionally calls me pokey. I was going to so say, I got, I've, multiple times, I know that your dad calls you that. He calls me that. I talk to him on the phone a couple times a week, and he more often than not says, what's up, Pokey? Um, very common. No, I got faster, so that's rude. Yeah. <laughs> but I never won a race or anything, so I'm still kind of slow. Um, went from Pokey to Holmey. Yeah. Which is a nickname that you and your wife gave me. I I'm glad. I feel honored that you remember that. That I. Yeah. I do remember that, and I was like, uh, I the, think this is a cool thing. There's a there's a season of my life. My last name's Holman, and there's a season of my life. There's a crew of people that are very important to me that still to this day call me Holmy. Yeah. You, your wife, Heidi, Josh, Trav, Emily, yep. Kyle, Kels, a crew yep. that means a lot to me. Yep. Holmy. Got that nickname. Um, then I moved to yep. Spokane. Moving to Spokane brought in a whole new thing of nicknames because my internet handle is my first name, Eric, my middle initial T, my last name, Holman. Moved to a new city, and everyone thought my last name was Tholman. They didn't realize that the t- they didn't realize that the T was my middle initial. Yeah, have that's on met, them. Have you ever met a Tholman? No. Doesn't no, exist. It's not a thing. So I moved to Spokane, and there was a crew of friends that I started to be around. And it's like, oh, what's it's like the hype, you know, the, right. the growth of Instagram and Twitter. And it was like, uh, what's your, you know, what's your IG? And I was like, it's Eric T. Holman. And then people just started calling me Tholman, and I think it's because of the the old sports thing where you just go go by your last name. Yeah. Um, to the point where I was just like, oh, I thought I thought it was a nickname, like, oh, they're calling me like <laughs> Tholman. And then somebody actually ha- there was a moment I'd lived here for over a year, and somebody was like, your last name's Holman, and I was like, yeah. And he's like, we call you Tholman. 
And I was like, I know, isn't that sick? <laughs> and they like thought it was my last name. You're like, we're friends. This is my nickname. And they're yeah, like, no, I'm I just cool. thought it was your last name. <laughs> they just thought it was my last name, yeah. So that was tight and that stuck. So in Spokane, there are I have a handful of people that call me Thulman. And that never went away. That's and funny. then I got married. Yeah. And that Wait, entered doing spouse into nicknames? Well, no. <laughs> because this isn't what my wife calls me. Because she calls me sir. And I'm just kidding. She doesn't let me talk to her. <laughs> do not look at me. Do not talk to me. Yeah. She's just like, go downstairs and do your podcast. Um, so I got married, and I married into... Uh, Amy has two older sisters who were married when we got married. So I married into two brother-in-laws. Nice. And uh, Amy's family is very into weird nicknames. Oh. So everybody everybody has a nickname that has absolutely nothing to do with their name, and most of them are regular names. So like nice. Amy's nickname is Rita, and they have no explanation for it. They just call her by a different name. Does she like margaritas? She does now, but they've been calling her that since she was like 12. So it's very confusing for me. Amy's dad's name is Burke, but they call him Bart. And I'm like, what is going on here? So when I first became... Her dad's name is Burke. First name, Burke. B-U-R-K-E. I always... I've only heard that as a last name. But people call him Bart, B-A-R-T. I've heard that. <laughs> and I don't know why, and neither does he. <laughs> uh, so when I came into the family, the first time they were nice to me, the second time they were nice to me, the third time the brother-in-laws were like, so are you sticking around or what? And I was like, I'm pretty sure I'm sticking around. Like, I mean, they were this very kind. <laughs> no, 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 we're just dating. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> But like they were kind to me, but they're just kind of picking on me and stuff, and it's, yeah. it was all in good fun. And my brother-in-law Jordan, uh, huh. also known it, also known as Joro, uh, he was like, "We're gonna call you Derek," because my name is Eric. And I was like, "What?" And then he just started introducing me to other people in the family that I hadn't met yet as Derek with a D. And that has not gone away. So most of Amy's family calls me Derek. My six, my five nephews and one niece all call me Uncle Derek. <laughs> I don't know. What are you going to do? Like, if that's what everybody calls you. Respond. That's You respond to it. So it's just like everybody goes by a different name in their family. And I just embraced that. So that's I'm hilarious. Derek. I'm Tholman, I'm Homie, I'm Pokey, I'm E.T. Yeah, you got a list. It just depends on what room I'm in. I'm not ever going by my name. That's funny. That's funny. Um, we probably should have done, well, my brain goes to, we should have done more research because I feel like there's, there's fascin- this is fascinating. Like the the transition of names. And yeah. how people, like, what people call you. Totally. And why. Um, I, 
I've heard it said that most often if your first name has two syllables, your nickname will go to one syllable. Yeah. So like Amy, her nickname most of the time is AIM. That's what yeah. the, the vast majority of people. But um, Andrew to Drew, two syllables yeah. to one. But if you have two, if you have a singular syllable name, it goes to two, which is interesting. It, it, well, that's more than two syllables, but yes, it is. <laughs> uh, I don't know why that works, but that's it's like they, they we got to switch it up. So I don't know. That's what I've heard. The most complexing nickname of them all. What would that do you have an idea of this? Like if you would think of what is a nickname that someone you uses that makes no sense whatsoever that is rooted in their name somehow. I mean, it's not rooted in his name by any means, but we call my brother Big Nasty. (laughs) (laughs) And it's stuck. I still call him pretty perplexing. I very seldom call him by his name. I 99% of the time call him nasty. Yeah. You do that. And, and that's because he was a giant as a child. That's why he got yeah. that nickname. But it doesn't really have to do with his name. Um, I, so you went very specific. I'm speaking more of a broader sense. I don't understand how someone with the name Richard goes by Dick. Mm, yeah. It's a big jump. Or a little it's, jump, depending on the guy. It's, I mean, <laughs> that's... <laughs> cheers. Come on. Yep, that was pretty cheers. good. That I was mean. real good. I mean, I, I, that was a... I, I softball lobbed that up for you. Yeah. Like, here's the slow pitch. Yep. Hit yep. It. Underhand. Um, I don't... I still... I mean, I understand... To my, to my knowledge, it goes from Richard to Rich to Rick to Dick. Yeah. Like that's that is four steps. That's four different names mm-hmm. to get there. Yet it's it's very common. Yeah. Yeah, it's interesting. I have a friend um named Robert and he's 30 30 yeah, ish. Um and his name's Robert. His entire life his name has been Bobby. Yeah. People call him Bobby. But now he's 30, and I'm not trying to say I'm not. this isn't a put-down. It's just the reality. He's losing his hair. And so he's like, he's in the process of being like, I want people to call me Bob instead of Bobby. Because he doesn't want to be a bald Bobby. Well, he just feels like it's like a he, – he's like, yeah, it's the nickname my parents gave me when I was one year old. And he's yeah. like, I'm just like obviously not a little kid anymore and – it's, I don't. Th- I don't know that it has a bunch to do with him losing his hair. It's just like, if you see him, it's like this is like a grown man. Yeah, and well, we're it's calling the him syllables Bobby. Thing. It's the syllables yeah. thing. Robert needs yeah. to go to Bob, not Bobby. Bob. Yeah, he's a, he's a grown man. Yeah, and I had a friend who. <laughs> that's funny. I just making myself laugh before I even say what I'm saying. <laughs> I have a friend who who trans- transitioned. <laughs> From from Tommy to Tom. 
That's, and he's yeah. tw- 28. And he's just like, I don't want to be called Tommy anymore. Like, I'm not 11, you know? I'm not Tommy boy. Yeah, he's just like, I'm Tom. I'm, Tom. I'm Tom now. <laughs> I'm, Tom. I'm Tom man. And I'm just like, whatever, Tommy. Uh <laughs> Just disregard it, but no, it's an interesting. It's an interesting thing. This the, I've never thought about the syllable breakdown. Like the older you get, the you just start taking syllables away. Yeah, I don't know. Um, this may we may have to edit this out. I don't know or not. So there's a guy that both of us know. I believe his legal name is Randall. The vast majority of his life, he went by Randy. And then there was a moment where he decided, yeah, Randy, that's not cutting it anymore. And he went to Rand. Which is not a name. That's not a name. You just <laughs> you just removed the letters. That's all that yeah. you did. And you yeah. decided that was your name. Uh, I don't... I also feel like you can't... Unless you legally change your name... I don't know. That's a whole other thing. Like, it's one thing to have a nickname. It's another thing to be like, I'm going to have you call me something that's not my name. <laughs> like, just just yeah. to tell everybody, hey, I know that my license says this. I want you to call me something different. Yeah. I don't. It's a jump. Yeah. It's a jump. Yeah. I think that the... The old, uh, the old saying reigns true, and I don't know the old saying, but anytime you give yourself a nickname, it's probably not going to work out. Like, I think, like, I don't, there's never been a moment where you were like, uh, Andrew, but I go by Drew. I'm not saying it's wrong. I'm just saying people call you Drew. I call you Drew. Yeah. Or I call you Andrew. It's just natural. And I think that's yeah. what really makes a nickname like stick. Yeah. It's like yeah. if your friends, if it's just like your friends are calling you by this, and so that's yeah. now your nickname. It's not yeah. it's not like a name change. It's like, yeah, this is Andrew. But if we're having a conversation, I'm like, what's up, Drew? And it's just yeah. how it works. Yeah. Rather than like, from now on, I will be called... Simon or whatever, you know, <laughs> like if I just did that, it would be like from, you know, from this day forward, I would like to be known as Jonathan, but that's right. not my name. It'd be like, are you crazy? Yeah. Uh, what's going on here? It It's, it's wild. I don't know. I don't understand it. I understand people. I, um, had a really good thought that disappeared. Into the, it disappeared into the PB and death. I think that's. Where do you we're have going. a? Do you have a like name pride? Like, do you get offended if people like mess up your name, misspell no. your name? No, no, no. Of course, I will say. I grew well. Okay, <clears throat> Andrew. Pretty. I mean, that's. It's a pretty hard one to mess up. It's in the Bible. You should know yeah, how to spell it. It's in the Bible. There's not a bunch of variations off of it. It's like it's, right. there's one way. Um, surprisingly, Amy's gets Amy's name gets misspelled more Dude. way. Like I don't know if I've ever had someone misspell my name. Her name gets misspelled 
like 25% of the time. Same with Miami. It's it weird. blows my mind. Have you ever um, met an Amy whose name is spelled A-M-I-E? Yes. I've never met an Amy that's name is spelled that way, and every Starbucks writes my Amy's name as A-M-I-E. I'm like, who yeah. are these A-M-I-E Amy's? Yeah, there's all, it's weird. I don't know. People are weird. Um, I would say, this was my thought that I was, I don't, I don't have name pride. But I do have, uh, like I said before, there's just one name that I don't want you to call me. I don't want you to call me Andy. Just because I don't, I'm not an Andy. That's not. Sure. I'm not an Andy. So I've been called many different things. Some of them appropriate. A lot of them inappropriate. Just don't call me. Just don't call me Andy. Interesting. I'm good with it. Yeah. I have a I the reason I ask that is I have a friend whose name is Jake and not Jacob. Mm. And he's very, very passionate about it. Like yeah. like, you know, I think if I I guess I just can't relate because my name is legally Jake, not Jacob. Yeah, and he'll explain it to you and show you his driver's license and stuff. <laughs> Like, great. I mean, he's you. a great dude. You tell me, yeah, he's a great you. dude. Yeah, he's a great dude. He's just he's very passionate about it, and I just can't relate to that because I'm like, dude, most of them, uh, like I, there's a group of people I know who call me Pokey. Like, <laughs> there's not like, a lot. I don't of, know, just, like Eric's not a. There's not a lot of nicknames off of Eric. I mean, other than the Der- obvious Derek. 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 Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Which even yeah. I. As I was hearing you say, say the story, I'd be like, I was processing, and I thought, I wouldn't even call you Derek if that was my family. Like, everybody else would be calling you Derek. I would just call you D. Because yeah. that's what we added to your name to make it yeah. different. So I would just be yeah. like, hey, yo, what's up, D? Yes. Yeah. yeah. That's a weird one. That's not even a nickname. It's adding more letters to my name. Yeah, it's well, that's, an, yeah, it is. It's an addition. But it's fun. I I I have zero like and again, I my name is short enough, I guess, that it doesn't get like dissected, but I have no like uh if people like mispronounce my name or misspell it or call me something I don't want to be called or I've never experienced like being annoyed by that or yeah. And maybe I just don't care enough. Yeah. Which is most of the time the case with most things where I'm just like, I don't know, I don't <laughs> care whatever. You can call me whatever you want. <laughs> you can call me whatever you want, just don't call me late for dinner, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. I don't know. I I honestly don't know where the animosity for Andy. And it's not that I have animosity because I've had a lot of really good friends named Andy and some people that I respect a great deal named Andy. But from from the get-go, maybe it was my mom. My mom was very adamant. And I remember her, like, no one ever called me Andy. That was never a... Okay, well, there was one person... <laughs> I had a pastor that called me Andy, and she never corrected him. 
but she would complain about it all the time. Classic. Uh, yeah, my mom did not like it when people called me Andy. Well, and I think eventually you probably would have... I mean, that seems... To me, it's similar to, like, I think of my friend Tom. Like, Tommy, Andy, mm-hmm. Billy, Bobby. Yeah. Those... those I can't speak for any females again, but those are all kind of like they come across as like little boy yeah. names. Yep. Like you call you call you call a five year old named Thomas Tommy. Yep. You call a five year old named Andrew Andy. So yep. I think eventually you would have been like, even if you would have been called Andy as a little kid, there probably would have been a turning point where you're like, I want to be called Andrew or I want to be called Drew. Yeah. Or maybe My, not. I don't know. I would say most of the time, but. I know, I know some Andes that are still Andes, and they're yeah, beyond me always. Just grinding it out, just yeah. being Andy, loving it. Good for them. Good loving for them. Every minute. Nicknames are fun. I think if you don't have a nickname, you should make one up for yourself, and then you should just get on like a just Google like rap no, name no. generator. Let me. I'm gonna disagree with you there. Don't yeah. make a nickname up for yourself, but. If you would like a nickname, you should comment. <laughs> you should comment, yeah. and yeah. we will will come up with a nickname for you. Yeah, yeah. And I'm gonna tell you right now. What I'm gonna do is I'm gonna Google rap name generator, <laughs> and it's gonna come up with like, no. what street were you born on? No, you're just gonna add a D to whatever the name is. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So yours would be my name is Andrew. DeBrandon. That's DeBrandon. That's your nickname. Yo, Lil DeBrandon. <laughs> <laughs> or just put like, uh, we just take all the S's out of your name and put dollar signs in there. Yeah. I don't know how that makes a nickname, but. It's working well in hip hop. It looks, it looks awesome on paper. Yeah. Yeah, it's working good. All right. You feel like we covered nicknames? I think we. I think we covered some of them. It's probably time for us to go to bed. It's very late right now. Oh, yeah. Yep, it is. But we're having a good time. Always. Always. A we good like time. to have fun. All right, brother. I love you. Love we'll you get too. another one in the books here soon. Cheers. May the beers flow freely. Hey, cheers to you, man. See ya. Bye.